Welcome to the very first episode of Cool Kid Chronicles. I'm so excited. Welcome to my happy place. Cool Kid Chronicles is a place where me and all my cool friends sit and talk about all the shit that made our lives crazy. The ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, and most importantly, the things that made us incredibly unprepared. And don't worry, this is not one of those self-help groups. There's no stuffy topics here and there's definitely no experts. So if you're like me and you're just starting to find out in your 30s that life is hard and so is adulting, you're in the right place. I'm making all the mistakes so you don't have to. And I promise I'm gonna keep it 100 all the motherfucking time. And honestly, nothing is off the table. From what I wish I knew to what I know now, every week is story time with me and my friends with a little bit of a twist. As always, I gotta call out my original Cool Kid crew. This show wouldn't be possible without my editor, Eric, AKA Iron Man, and my producer, Francis, AKA Franny. Oh yeah, and you guys. I forgot you guys have been yelling at me for the past two years to get this started, so I should thank you guys too. You're probably asking, Del, what is a cool kid? Well, honestly, my definition of a cool kid is the anti-cool kid. You know, the ones who didn't fit in, but probably wanted to. Chances are, if you subscribed here and you're listening, you're one of those cool kids. So welcome to Cool Kid Chronicles. Let's get this started. a PSA. We could talk about my fucking landlord who tried to play the fuck out of me last night in front of my motherfucking friend when I said good night landlord. I won't even say his name, but it rhymes with pizza and you eat it and it's delicious and if you don't like it, you shouldn't trust those people. And he was like, "Oh my god, Tema, you didn't pay the rent." I said, mm, "It's the 6th. I pay the rent every month on the 7th since I've gotten here. Mind you, I've never missed rent. I've never been late." And this tiny little man came up to me all because he reminds me of Pinocchio or whatever the fuck Geppetto. He's so fucking tiny. And he like stumbled his way over with his mask on. Like he wanted to whisper it at me. Like you didn't pay rent. Bitch, I know. Bitch, I know. I'm lazy. I don't want to go to the bank. I know. That's why I paid on the 7th because it's the last motherfucking day I could pay it. And you know what? I still didn't give it to him because I'm being petty. It's, It's taped up upon my door. And I will give it to him when I walk my ass out the crib and I will slide it under their door because I'm petty. I don't even ever hand it to him. Like, I don't even know why he even said anything. Like, as if I forgot, like as if it wasn't on my to-do list to pay my bills. Sir, sir, my rent is, is too expensive. I don't even want to tell people. I'll tell people, but I don't even want, I'm I'm ashamed of how much I pay for rent. Low-key, not a shame because it's kind of like boss that I could pay that much rent by myself. Like, independence. But if I didn't pay this much rent, I could definitely save more money. But these motherfuckers downstairs are going to tell me, you forgot to pay your rent this month. Bitch, I also forgot to put my whole foot up your ass this month. Like, what the fuck just happened? In front of a guest? I never have guests. You said this in front of a guest? You couldn't have waited till the morning? Man, he really tried it. And I said it to someone later. I was like, wasn't that fucking rude? And they were like, you shouldn't be living there anyway. It's too fucking expensive for him to try to play you like that. And I was like, he did, right? He really tried to play me. But you know what, Geppetto? I'm coming for you. My eye is open. All of them. 
So long story short, landlords, it's COVID time. You're lucky I'm paying my rent at all because the fact that I'm paying it, like I got in here, you gave me the apartment during COVID. I technically don't even have to pay my rent because you can't throw me out. Now, listen, I'm a boss bitch, okay? I'm that bitch, okay? So I pay my motherfucking bills. I just don't know why you tested me. Landlord, stop testing your tenants because they will put their foot up your whole ass in the like metaphoric way because I'm not putting my whole foot up no old man's ass. He's dumb old and I'm not threatening no old man either, but I'm just saying metaphorically, I will put my whole foot in your ass. I will get all up in it, climb around in it and you're going to want to shit me the fuck out because I'm going to be annoying as fuck. Here's the deal. Stop testing my friendly. Today's episode is brought to you by the word matrixed. Let's use it in a sentence, shall we? Thank God I matrixed that man. Woo! Dodged a bullet. Now, let's take this back, way back, back into time. When we speak about matrix, remember, remember? That movie, guys, we were around for that. Cool kids should have been around for that. You guys remember the movie Matrix? You remember that scene where that guy, what was his name? Neo. Oh, fine-ass Neo. Not the one with the big head. He got to wear a hat. Not him. I'm talking about Keanu Reeves, Neo. The one, the chosen one. Remember him? When he came in and they were shooting the bullets at him. I don't remember. Mr. Smith. What did they call him? Mr. Smiths? All the Mr. Smiths, not Will was out here shooting bullets at our man Neo or whatever, whatever, and he was dodging them. Zoop, 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 left or right. Boop, 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 boop. Crazy, he must have been Jamaican. He should have been Jamaican, but he wasn't. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about Matrix, dodging bullets. It's like seeing red flags, but like not Matrix in any way, shape, or form. I'm talking about got out of a crazy job, out of a crazy relationship, friendship, apartment. You know what? Let's just call a cool kid. Let's just break it down real quick. I'm going to hit up our favorite cool kid, Franny Banani. Let's see what he's doing today. A bring, bring. What am I in for? <laughs> Franny Banani. Franny Banani, I have a question for you. You caught me in the middle of you caught me in the middle of trying to order some sushi. Franny Banani, I have a question for you. How, yeah. Well, a, how are you today? Um, <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for asking. You know, um, all is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, I'm just trying to sushi it up. You know, just trying to chill out, sushi it up. And um, what's up? What what are we what are we talking about? Well, today? I wanted to like discuss with you. Remember when I was telling you about my ex and like how loco kachu cuckoo kachu loco commotive what the fuck how crazy he was and i have no idea what you're talking about okay remember my ex the one that like i not just my last ex i guess all of my exes you know they're crazy remember remember (laughs) all of my exes remember 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 every person i've ever dated there's not that many of them them? apparently i'm not that dateable but listen i'm telling you remember all of those those men i briefly told you about in in the recent or not recent past right yes 
I'm currently single. So you know that I'm not with any of those um, men that I was previously, you know, interacting with yes. per se. Um, and let's just say I've made it here a stronger woman, right? Because I feel like I've dodged a few bullets, let's say. Where are we going with this? Um, let's just talk about it. My ex or exes or all of my exes, like I want to talk about dodging bullets. Okay. Let's start with high school boyfriend, right? My particularly my high school boyfriend. Um, cool kids. We all know that like the point of my situation here was I was not so cool in high school. I really would love to have been cool, right? My boyfriend in high school was an absolute loser. I'm shouting him out right now. I'm not gonna say his name, but you're a loser. He ended up being like a bit of a stalker. So matrixed. Let's just use that in this sentence. Oh. Matrixed. Okay. Um so it's like a it's like a swerve. Skirp. It seems like you have become a pro at at the Matrix. I, I don't know how do I I'm an expert uh <laughs> Matrixer. Matrix. What is it? What did they call him? Neo was a he was the one. I, he I'm was the one. The one. Just call me the one. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Refer to me as the one from now on. That's where we're going with this. I'm not, I am I'm not Neo. gonna do that. I'm definitely not gonna <laughs> do that. Um <laughs> I'm Neo. I am the one. Let's put it this way. First boyfriend ever basically used me because I had really, you know, I had the in with all of all the groups in high school, right? Sometimes I got invited to parties. He wanted to always be invited to parties. He would have never been invited to parties if it wasn't for me. I told you he was a loser, right? So him and I didn't work out. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Matrix. Let's go to boyfriend number two, like actual boyfriend number two, right? That was college. He was tall, dark, and handsome when I met him, right? So fun. Everyone wanted to be around him. He was the tits. I thought he was the tits. I was shaking my tits. It was college, right? Freshman year. Let's do it. But then he started really partying it up freshman year. I'm talking about side story. This man, shout out Vanessa, my roommate from college and still one of my besties. This man decided one night to stay in my bed in college, right? Me and Vanessa shared a room and I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel like wet. Like I feel wet. Like my hair, mind you, I wore like a $200, $300 weave in college. I was the shit. I was lidious, right? So now I'm wet, head down, wet. I did not go to bed wet. Vanessa did not go to bed wet, right? So now I start patting myself down thinking I'm sweating. Oh my God, I'm sweating. And I'm in the bed with this guy. And this is so embarrassing until I fucking open my eyes and I feel down my 200, 300, $400 weave that this fucking man, AKA second boyfriend that was laying in my twin size freshman year bed has now puked in my hair all over me, all over the floor between me and my roommate's bed. So I wake up screaming because bitch is mad Vanessa wakes up because I'm screaming because a bitch is mad and I'm like yo clean that shit up clean everything up I don't want to hear none of clean it all up right Vanessa's super mad because she's like a clean freak in in I was not college. expecting you to take it there I'm gonna tell you some stories if, if I'm gonna say I'm the one you need to know that's why I'm the one baby I'm not making oh, things up so lightly. Gross. I dodge bu- 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 bullet because I have terrible taste in men. Terrible, ter- terrible taste in men. Let me tell you. 
Did you hear the stutter? I didn't, it wasn't a stutter because I wasn't, I didn't mean it. It was a stutter because I had to run that back so Franny Banani could hear it. Ter- terrible taste in men, okay? So here uh, we yeah. go. Uh-huh. Now I have puke in my $300 weave. There's puke all over the floor. Uh-huh. Vanessa is yelling, I'm yelling. It's three in the morning, we're in this tiny dorm. This uh-huh. man is like six, four, six, five, right? I'm at the time like a, a cute, quaint, 135 pounds. Ooh, oh my God. Right? And I'm screaming. Right. Screaming. Now I saw him clean that shit up. You're not coming back in this bed, motherfucker. Clean that shit up. I'm like in my best like. What's his name? Snakes on a plane, motherfucker voice. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Samuel Jackson. That's right. That's me right now. Samuel Jackson. You better <laughs> clean that fucking shit up on the floor, motherfucker. You not coming back in this bed. Not never. Right? That's me right now. Yelling at him. He <laughs> gets on the floor with his 6'5 motherfucking ass and he starts, what is it called? Breaststroking in the shit. Like he takes two uh, pieces of towel and he's breaststroking this vomit. No, and it's just off. going everywhere. And he's so big that he's just uh, spreading it like his... His arm and feet length, like just right. Mind you, <laughs> mind you, I'm in the hand. We, I was really smart in college, and I knew that our room was the handicap room, right? So our room, there was no handicap people that year. Okay, don't uh, don't get mad at me. I didn't steal nobody's room. There was no. No, but that's like an up. That's like an. Upgrade it was an upgrade. Okay, if you're a college right. Kid. That's an upgrade. I was living the life. We had our own little huge bathroom because it could fit a wheelchair. Now, instead of him, when I'm like, get the fuck up, stop fucking swimming in that shit, get the fuck up, get the fuck out of my room, I'm thinking he's going to go into this bathroom, right? Like, put my big ass in the shower, turn the water on, and just attempt, right? He walks, I told him to go get some cleaning supplies, but he didn't go in the bathroom, He, I thought he went to go get the cleaning supplies, he didn't, I'm trying to, I opened the door to the to the room because now I'm trying to calm Vanessa down. She's mad at me. You got that drunk motherfucker staying here. Now he dumb. Now she became what Samuel Jackson, right? She's dumb tiny too. She's she's much smaller than me. She's Samuel L. Jackson. Me like you got this dumb motherfucker staying here, vomiting all over the motherfucking floor. Like fuck you, Tama. Why you got this dumb motherfucker? And I'm like, I'm sorry, Vanessa. I'll clean it. And she's freaking out. We're cleaning. We open the motherfucking door into the like vestibule, you know, because it's a bunch of rooms and you share a kitchen area. This. Big doofy motherfucker is sitting at the kitchen table eating a bowl of my cereal. Oh no. I said, I know you did not just puke all your food up into my shits, into my sheets, into this bullshit, and now you gonna eat a whole bowl of my cereal? Get it together. Get it all the way together. That's my sidebar for that. So there's a bullet dodged, okay? So you, so if we're Matrixed. using the term matrixed, properly you you matrixed Added you matrixed out of that situation before oh. you yourself no, got he cheated, cheated on me on he wholeheartedly cheated on me your hair. um i didn't get out of that situation i oh. um matrixed him by not still being with him because that broke motherfucker uh definitely would have still stayed with me if he had the choice oh what i wish i knew honestly what i wish i knew then was that this Tall, dark, and handsome was going to be bummy, 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 bummy. But unfortunately, tall, dark, and handsome usually are bummy, 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 bummy. There are very few tall, dark, handsome with jobs that don't live with their mama. You know, got no car, whatever the case may be. Bummy, 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 bummy. That's what I wish I knew. But what I know now is that you should check someone's credit score prior to going on a first date. Matrix. That's what I wish I knew. Let's go to boyfriend number three. 
He was a lovely man. Double major. I think it was business finance. And I was like, ooh, black king. Business finance, yes. But then he just wanted to like work retail for the rest of his life. And I was really upset at that. Um, There, I feel like I dodged a bullet. That time, I really dodged a bullet. He's super happy now with this woman, this white woman. And I'm really happy for him. But I personally think I dodged a bullet. And I think in that case, he also dodged a bullet because he would have hated me. Oh. So okay. let's talk about Matrix when it comes to other situations. You could talk about Matrix when it comes to friends, right? So here's one story, Bet. First story, I have a really good friend who I've known forever, right? Literally forever. And it is only till recently I realized a lot of our friendship was one way, right? Mm. Why? Because I was just, you know, when you have friends, that, that's your friend, ride or die, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I've known them literally forever. So you just get to know how people are. But eventually you start to realize, like, if I'm willing to help you and you're not willing to help me, something's off. So as of recently, especially 2020, with everything that was going on in the world, I very much have started to matrix friends, noticing their movements, you know, keeping an eye out on people's movements and how they act. Suspect, nah, whatever. But this particular person or this particular scenario, you know, I removed myself from the situation before I saw it getting, you know, bigger and bigger. Like the favors kept getting bigger. The ass kept getting bigger. You know, you got to see, you got to have that intuition to see it coming. Like, yes, you want to be loving and caring and this and that, but you got to respect yourself first too, baby. I don't know if friends have ever matrixed me only because this is going to sound like such a dick thing to say, but like, I'm a really good friend, right? If nothing else, like maybe I'm not the best daughter, right? Maybe I'm not the best coworker, but I'm definitely a fucking good friend, right? And I, if someone needs help or if someone needs something, I'm the first one to be like, I will help you. Even if you don't ask me, I'll be like, I will help you. So I think a lot of the times, whether it be to my like benefit or my demise, a lot of people take advantage of that. So I don't often get like matrixed, like no one's trying to like get the fuck rid of me. But I really need to like hone my skills with friendship for that because I need to do some matrixing myself. So that's why within the past like year or so, I've been like slowly like shimmying out of relationships. You know, every Mm. so often on Facebook, I will put out a warning like, hey, deleting a bunch of people today. If you're one of the people who aren't my friend after this, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to purge. And I I don't know if that's like a fucked up thing for me to do or like whatever. It just is like. As much as I would love to put my life out there, and I do put my life out there, I want to be relatable, and I love that I make people laugh. Like, that's my jam. If I can make you laugh, that's my jam, right? But at the same time, this social media shit, like, especially Facebook, because it's been out there so long, like, there's probably some deep-ass personal shit on there on Facebook. So I have to weed shit out. Like, people need to be weeded out. On Instagram... Or maybe the newer shit. Like, I don't post everything. People will probably know more about my life on this pod from this podcast than they will from any of my social media. Um, but I need to purge every so often. I feel like everyone needs to take a moment to purge and to matrix some folks. Mm-hmm. Like, take open your eyes and matrix some folks. You know, I wish 
I knew that exact lesson right six seven years ago um like I wish I knew to open my eyes pay attention and learn to matrix people I don't know four or five years ago maybe just because I the friendship aspect like you said like that's the right. hardest part the friendship aspect when you're like oh shit I feel used or oh shit like this person isn't really a friend. It was really just our circumstances or like when someone can't use you for something anymore, all of a sudden you're, they're gone. Maybe that's the only time I've actually been matrixed by a person when it's like they are, when they realize that I've caught on like, right, right, right. When, when they realize I'm hip to their using, they kind of like, and then they're gone. Right. I have matrixed a lot of gigs. There have been many people who have asked me, for you guys who do not know, um, I'm a wardrobe stylist, costume designer, creative director. You've had a lot of jobs. I've had a lot, had like of, a lot of weird, weird jobs. jobs. Like you, you have like a you have the most ridiculous resume out of anybody. In, in I've like ever a weird met. way, though. Like I don't know if it's good or bad, but like in a weird way. So I've I started. Where did I start? Oh, internship. My internship was with you, Franny Banani. That's how long we've known each other. I interned with you at Jerry Springer, right? Yeah. Wow. I actually, I actually forgot. I blacked that whole thing out completely. It's like a, it's almost like a whole happen. thing out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, we interned together. Mm-hmm. You stayed on and kept bossing the fuck out there, right? I went to where did i go i worked at mtv international you know because people international love laughing at americans so that was a good time mtv international oh i worked at high ends i worked in bulgari bulgari i worked in their um customer service so if you called their helpline for that high end you know the bvl whatever the fuck that really high-end fucking store is jewelry i don't know I, Not I don't Bugatti. Even know what that is. Bugatti. I thought you said it's Bugatti. Bulgari. Bulgari. That's the even the biggest problem. This this moment that's happening right now is the bigger problem. My job was to be the customer service rep, right? There was only two customer service reps. Me and a girl that sat behind me. I think her name was Patty or Batty or something, something crazy. She was like a really cute little white woman. Or Janet. Right. Okay. One of those names, right? And if you called their customer service number from anywhere in the fucking world, you got me or Patty, Batty, or Jill. Like, two of us. I only speak English, barely. She's this cute little, like, Irish woman, so she speaks English barely. But people from Italy are, like, calling us, like, see, si, ciao, mew, mew. I'm like, what's happening? Yo, hablo. Nothing. What? And I literally had to, like, pick up these textbooks and get answers and all that shit. Okay. That was job number two. I went from there, and I was like, can't take this shit no more. Then I got hired at Jerry Springer, I think, was my next job. I might be bouncing all over the place with this, but I went back to FIT. I got my costume degree things. I I, I went all over the place. I've worked in high-end fashion, low-end fashion. I've taped up dicks for a living. Like, where are we? Who are we? Who am I? I am the queen of majors, me. Call me the one. Neo. Okay, so you you have you have um clearly matrixed your way out of a lot of a lot of situations that were good until they were not good and you got out before like you got out like unscathed more or less. You know, I mean I'm sure there are some some bruises and there you know there are some scars but they're fading. 
you know? But yeah, I, I agree. There's bumps and bruises, Fran, from all of these fucked up jobs. But let me tell you, one thing I do know I have is motherfucking grit. Because mm. there were days that I wanted to fucking crawl under a desk. I did. And I cried. And I wanted to. And I did, right? But now, where are we? You know, I, I'm 92 years later. Not 92, like, what? How long have we? Were, how long ago was that? Maybe like eight, nine years now it took me to get here. Wardrobe supervising a Emmy-nominated and winning daytime talk show. Yay. Get it, get it, right? Written up in the New York Times twice. Cool. Snap. Worked with some celebs. Nice. Yes. Don't want to brag, but Fran. Yeah. I I think you can call me the one. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. You're taking boxes off. Okay, I have a question. How do you know if you are getting matrixed? Like, is it, is it possible that there's someone out there who's like, as we speak, there is a matrix play on the move and they don't know it? Like, oh, how, do you how honestly, here's the deal. You may or may not know if you're getting matrixed, but I'm going to let you know the signs, okay? Because not only have I matrixed, I have been matrixed does that sound right franny is that how you say that shit matrixed and matrixed i guess it's exactly the same word but you have to use it with a little bit of different um whatever that is what is that (laughs) a different little um, i guess i i just had i keep head tilting differently so i don't uh, uh, uh. (laughs) are you okay so basically what is that I think I'm actively being matrixed. Um, right. I think I've actually actively been matrixed by the same person twice. Um, I don't know how that's possible, but um, I know the signs. Um, the first time, let's just say, you're probably gonna be head over heels, right? You're gonna be like, oh my God, this guy is so perfect. Let's, let's not just say guy. Guy, gal, they, he, she gays, theys, all the above, right? Say you're really into the other person that you're like, shtupping. Let's say that, shtupping. Uh, does anyone know what shtupping means? Anyone in the class know what shtupping? Fran? Uh, honestly, I, I really don't. Okay, Jewish. Uh, let's get the Jewish lingo out of the way. Shtupping is uh, like a nice kind of way of saying having sex with. Oh, okay. Shtup. The stupage, right? So let's talk about the person you're stupping, right? So usually you're going to be really into them. They're going to act like they're kind of into you or like, I don't know, what is this new term the kids are using? Like love bomb? Like when they're with you, they're going to love bomb you, right? You're going to feel really safe. Oh my God. Oh my God. I love you so much. Oh my God. Maybe not love you. That's dramatic. That's dramatic. It's going to be like, oh my God, I'm safe. Hugging me. Ooh, mm -mm -mm. cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. And you're going to be like, oh my God, nobody understands me like they do. Right? Everyone's with me. I know every fucking cool kid right now is fucking with me. Guy, gal, they, hey, she, me. Y'all are all with me. I know you've all had this situation. Admit it or not, you're with me. Now stay along. You're in love. You're all this, all these feelings. You're not in love. You're not in love. Fuck that word. You're not in love. You, you're in the woo-woos, the woo-woos, the feel-goods, right? You're texting a lot. There's a lot of correspondence, right? Right. But then, all of a sudden, you feel it in your loins, right? Somewhere in your asshole, you feel it. You're like, 
ooh, something's wrong, right? They're not texting as much. The conversation's getting a little bit shorter. Maybe you're not getting texts at certain times when you used to get texts. Maybe you're not getting pictures like you used to. Maybe they're not asking for pictures like they once were, right? And usually this is following some sort of significant incident, right? <laughs> Maybe you said something like, hey, do you want to go like on a real date? They're now currently bobbing and weaving, bitches. Bobbing and motherfucking weaving, right? Or like you said something like, oh, my birthday's coming up. What you gonna do for my birthday? Oh, 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 oh. They out, they out. Call them Holyfield, call them Holyfield. Bob, Neo, the one, they out, they out, right? It's happening, it's all happening. So if you feel like you overstepped mistakenly, but you feel these little things happening, right? They're matrixing you. You're being matrixed actively. Now, I have been matrixed by the same person twice. And, you know, the first time, it almost took me out. Franny McManny, it almost took my soul. I'm really sorry to hear that. It took my soul. It's okay. It really did. Because this time, this time, I think that's like a Broadway, maybe this time, Barbara Streisand, this time. That was good. I'm not letting that shit happen. It's actively, I think, I think they think it's happening again. Like, I think they think they're like, ooh, I'm a, I'm a get it. I'm a get it. Ooh, I'm a get right. it. But I'm like, I actively see, like, this is why I'm the one, dude. Remember when Neo finally mastered his fucking skills and he saw all these people slow down and all that? That's the right. matrix. You know what I mean? That's, it's, ha I am turning into... Okay. Bitch, I'm the next messiah. Hello. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. Slow down. You know, I used to <laughs> I tell my mother that. I don't know it's what crazy. just I happened, but I, I think I get it, though. I think I get it. You used to tell your mom that you're no, the messiah? No, here's the thing. In, Ju Ju in the Jewish religion, right, we're still waiting. Like, the reason they, quote, don't believe in Jesus is because, quote, our messiah is still coming, right? Jesus to us was a prophet. And I say us because, you know, I was raised Jewish, whatever, but I'm not really big into, like, uh, what's it called? Religion, organized religion. I'm a, you know, woo woo all day. So kind of, sort of, maybe not really. Okay. Depends on day you catch me. Uh, so what was I saying? I don't, I think you were just saying like you're really into Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. To bring it full circle, I'm really into Wu Tang. It is a religion. It is a religion, right? No. I don't remember what the fuck I was saying. Well, before you went off on a tangent and talking about how you would tell your mom that you're the Messiah all the time. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, random. because oh, we're waiting for our Messiah. That's what it was. Jewish people are still waiting for their Messiah. So I said, who's to say I'm not? Right? Because if Jesus was a prophet and Jesus was out here turning water into wine and all these Jewish people are like, nah, that's not enough. That's not enough. Who's to say me learning to corn roll? Because that shit is hard. Doesn't make me in a running for the next Messiah. Like, like who's to say? Water to wine was not good enough for nobody. So maybe my mediocre skills, I can't water to wine, but maybe it's enough. Who's who's to say is my point. If we're still waiting, who's to say? Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. You know, if you if you think it, you can be it. It's um. This know, is what I'm saying. I, I feel Jesus it. walked on water. Why can't we?
Jesus walked on water. I just love that you said in the running, <laughs> like, you know, as if like there's like, you know, people are interviewing for Messiah positions, you know, like they're there's just. mad cults out there, dude. Everyone wants to be the next Messiah. Dude, I. Biggie, Tupac, Shakur. Let's not leave Kanye <laughs> out of this one. Um, Kanye, Kanye. Okay, look, I think I get Kanye. it, though. I think, I, I, think I, I think I'm understanding, so keep me honest here. So, like, it's not just getting out of the situation before it gets bad, right? You're actually saying, like, it's, it's about having kind of, like, this, like, instinct. You know, it's like some psychic shit. You know, you're just kind of like, okay, I, can, I, I have this, like, you know, I have this gut feeling is what you're saying, right? I have this gut feeling that something is not right. And then you're kind of like swerving, like right at the very last moment. Mm. Or it could be last moment. It could be before last moment. You could see it coming like a train wreck. Usually you see it coming. Neo, the one. My point is, let me talk to the gays, the theys, and the, you know, the gays and the theys right now and the gals, because we actually have that intuition. I don't see why, I don't really understand or see why men don't have that intuition. Um, when you are being matrix as a gay, a they, or a gal, right? You feel that shit in your asshole. It's not like something that you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. You see red flags, you feel it in your asshole. It's crazy. But as a guy, I don't know. Do you, Fran, you're a guy. You feel it when, well, you've been dating the same woman forever. But like, if someone's like trying to brush you off, yeah, you feel it. But, like, not as good as girls. Like, I will wake up in the middle of the night. I will hit the Holy Spirit will hit me in my ass and be like, bitch, wake up. Something shady is happening right now next to you in bed. Wake the fuck up, right? Girls do that. Gays do that. Theys do that. Men don't do that shit. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the deal. If you would like to become an expert like myself when it comes to matrixing, listen up. Take notes. Here it comes. One. Pay the fuck attention. That little fucking screaming in your asshole that I was talking about, it's going to get louder and louder and louder and louder unless you fucking listen to it. Listen to it. That shit is real. Listen to it. That is going to help you. Pay attention, right? Two, get to know your subject, right? Don't be out here half-ass hanging out with people, half-ass knowing your coworkers. Even at your job, pay attention. Know how people move, okay? I know at my current job, People think they're getting away with things with me, but they're not, baby, because I'm paying attention. Three, be a motherfucking sneak. Be a sneak, right? I know going through people's shit is rude. It's like, you know, privacy, whatever, whatever. I'm going to be honest. If you don't look, you won't find, but you both know it's there. You and I both know that shit is there. So why not just like take a gander so you can stop thinking about it? Fuck it. Five. Last but not least. Just listen to me. Just just stay tuned. Listen to me. Keep coming back. More and more episodes. You're gonna you're gonna turn into a little cool kid. Maybe you'll even be one of my little cool kids. Who knows? I want to give a special thanks to my amazing producer, Francis Donoto, our awesome editor, Eric Shepard. That sick logo was done by Dan Amaro, and our music was done by Smarts. Don't forget to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.